It's time for Lake Hits Happenings on Lake Hits 95, a Lake City public service program brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services. Here's Bruce Carlstrom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome once again to Lake Hits Happenings. It is great to be with you each and every week. And my guest today is Scott Jensen. He is the Public Works Director for the City of Lake City. He's the guy that is kind of in charge to be sure that our water is coming out of our pipes and it goes down into the sewers when we're done using it and kind of involved in seeing that we have lights and things like that, too. So, Scott, welcome back. Let's talk about some of the projects that have been going on in Lake City. One of them is the 7th Street Reconstruction Project. Are we getting close to finishing that up? We are. That project has gone really well this season, and we are substantially complete in probably a couple weeks from now. We have landscaping is a major portion that's left, and then just a couple more lifts of blacktop, and we should be done. Yeah, it looks like they've made good progress. They're putting in trees and things like that. It looks like maybe a layer or two of, I call it blacktop, maybe the professionals call it bituminous to finally finish up that project. But you've had some pretty good cooperation with the contractors as well as the people who live and reside around that area. Yeah, we've worked with Rochester Sand and Gravel on a number of projects in the last few years, and it has gone well. And we do appreciate the businesses and residents through there that have worked with us and all the things that get in the way when it comes to this, if it's mail service or garbage service or just getting in and out from their places. Well, it's good, and that project probably will last for 40 years or so. When you had everything torn up, you went down, you did it right, you put the things underground that needed to be underground. It looks as though you have sidewalks now, at least on one side of the street. Yes, we do. We actually have a bike pedestrian trail now on that side. So it's going to be a nice connection from Monroe to Grant Street or Goodhue County 5. Well, we'll look forward to getting out there without having to go around the piles of dirt and trucks, and that hopefully will be done here in the month of October, and you're right on schedule, I believe. Yes, we are. We've been a little bit ahead of schedule most of the season, so that's been good. We talked before we started up this morning, Scott, that you do have kind of a major project coming up in the next few months that involves water meter replacement in Lake City Homes. Tell us about that. This is going to be the replacement of several hundred water meters. Residents are going to be contacted by a third party that we're working with, and that is Ferguson Waterworks. And it is the physical replacement of, I believe, about 900 meters throughout the city. So we will need access into people's homes, but we can do this rather quickly as long as we can get access to that and we'll we'll get through that over the next roughly three months starting in November. So 900 or so homes is that basically every home in Lake City are are some of the homes that have been built recently already equipped with the correct water meter? Yeah, a lot of them do have the correct water meter, and we have to replace meters for different reasons from day-to-day, week-to-week. So there are a lot of newer ones out there. Well, I know, Scott, that I get calls and emails and things out of the blue sometimes from people that I don't know, and I'm always concerned about security and fraud. So if you can remember the name Ferguson Waterworks, they are the people that will be calling If you have any questions or any suspicions, what's the best thing for us to do? Should we give the city a call? Yeah, I think so. People can call Public Works at 651-345-4711. 
And we will be putting out information. We are sending out a notice to people that are going to be affected by this ahead of time before they get a notification for setting up an appointment specifically. I think that's probably a pretty good idea. I know that you may have my old landline, which I haven't had for a few years, and you may not have the phone that I use. So they may have some trouble contacting. So if you're going to be sending out something to the people that are affected. That is an indication that this is legit. It has to be done. They do need to get in your home and they can replace that. The meter is in the home, but I never see the meter reader come and try to get into my home. How do you get the meter readings? Or are you just taking a guess and billing Carlstrom for more money than what he probably <laughs> owes? Yeah, we really try not to do that last part. They are actually radio read meters. So we have reading equipment that we just have to be within a certain distance of the house and we can pick that up. Well, that explains a lot. I didn't know what was going on. I remember the days where the meter readers used to come and go outside the house and read meters there. And that was perhaps more was XL Energy or the city of Lake City for the utilities. Well, let's talk more about the city utilities because you've been doing some work on getting the overhead lines underground. And what's the process for doing that? We look at the priority of our lines and specifically age of the equipment and if it's real feasible we like to get in and put those underground of course they're safer we do run into issues though when there is an underground fault those are harder to find um, so that takes us a little longer and there have been a few of those this year I, I think i read the story of the graphic that you did have one that was an underground fault what does that mean it means that basically you get a bad spot in an underground line and it starts to get hot and eventually it burns apart. And those, like I said, are harder to find. There's equipment to do it. And we've had two major ones this year and we replace those underground lines. So as they get older, we are looking at the projects that need to get in there and just replace the wire. And of course, overhead lines won't have underground faults, but they have things like trees falling on them. And I know you've got a couple of good-sized substations here in the city of Lake City. Every now and then, the animals tend to cause some trouble. They do. Squirrels are probably the biggest enemy when it comes to electrical equipment, and we were not immune to that this summer. That One of our biggest outages was because of a squirrel. I would guess that squirrel probably is not edible once it's done. It's uh, cooked. It would be crispy, but yes. <laughs> well, let's talk about other things that are going to be going on. We've talked in the past about two projects with the mayor, with Rob Keene, the uh, city administrator, and those two projects had to do with Hoaxilla Park and seawall replacement at Ohuda. Can you give us an update as to what's going on with those two projects? Yeah, we have design contracts that are coming forward to council at their next meeting on both of these projects. Of course, Hoaxilla Park is going to extend city sewer service out to the park, which will basically abandon and replace three separate septic systems. Three different septic systems out there. What's well, a big area, so I guess that shouldn't surprise me. It makes perfect sense to me as someone who lives in Lake City and is uh, just really overjoyed at how wonderful Lake Pepin is. It's one of the city's most valuable assets and I would think that having septic systems of any kind, even though they were up to code perhaps when they were put in and maybe they're not an issue now, but if we can avoid issues in the future by having sewer and water extended out there so that any of the sewer disposal runs right through the sewer treatment plant. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it's a move in the right direction. And, you know, to put people at ease, our septic systems out there have been maintained at a high level, tanks replaced, and that sort of thing. And we are scrutinized every year for our permit to be out there. 
And then Ohuda Park, too. You've talked about work that's going to be done there. Give us an update as to what uh, that plan is going to look like. Yeah, so we have two separate seawalls that connect in Ohuda Park. One is lower, one is higher. Both of them are in tough shape. They've been undermined quite a bit in the past, and it's just time to pull them out and replace them. Now, both of these projects are big dollar projects. However, you secured a grant or dollars from the state of Minnesota, and that's pretty much fully funded. Yeah, there's definitely local funds that have to match in with the state bonding funds, but it is a huge piece of it that we got those bond dollars. And it'll protect our valuable resource. We have people from town that enjoy both of those parks and people come to town to enjoy those parks so we need to take care of it plus we need to be good stewards of our environment well scott it's always a pleasure to have you here we're going to probably have you back in about six weeks or so and we'll talk about some things and we'll remind people that ferguson waterworks will be calling you probably will be hearing from the city of lake city if you are going to be affected by the replacement of the water meters in Lake City. If you have questions on anything related to this, Scott and his people are really excited about taking your call. You can get them at 345-4711, and that's at City Hall. That's Scott Jensen. He is the Public Works Director for the City of Lake City. Thanks for joining us on Lake Hits Happenings. Catch me next week at this same time. My guest will be Superintendent of Schools of Lake City, Ariana Wright. Have a good day. Thank you for joining Lake Hits Happenings brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services on Lake Hits 95.